Today on the GYST podcast, we discuss act as if consciously creating a look on the outside that you want to feel on the inside. And that's today's episode, GYST podcast. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your hosts, Rohit Rahila, and with me, as always, is Glenn Rocks here, Patrick, and Jensen. All right. Welcome aboard, everyone. Uh, Scott couldn't make it today. He actually had a pretty bad accident, so... We are wishing you the best of luck. Quick recovery from your paper cut, buddy. One love. Uh, Jansen, going to hand this off to you because you came up to us and said you've got a great topic, and I think you do. So uh, let's hear what you've got. So the topic I have today is act as if. So is this something you can do on the outside that you can create a sense, the same sense on the inside? Like people say, oh, hey, if you're not feeling that well, just... Start smiling, then you engage the chemicals in in your brain, and you feel better in a minute or something like that. So, like a placebo effect, kind of. I forget what it is that they it, they say it triggers when you when you just smile physically, and you feel better. Not like have you seen that movie? Anyway, smile. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying that if you're feeling down or something, right? Just crack a smile, and it's supposed to help you feel better. Is it something chemical? Something that's spiritual? Well, there are studies that say smiling does release chemicals that, that enhance your mood. So, yeah. Just so, don't tell somebody else to smile because it does the opposite. Are you talking about your wife? I'm just kidding. You, you'd actually be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. You know, at the, at the company I'm, I'm currently at, and Rohit knows this, the, the uh, current president of our company used to walk by my desk all the time dour expression on his face but i started just saying hey man smile oh he'd look at me weird after a while but then after a while he just started see i'm smiling glenn you should ask him that you now as he walks through the halls and this is before you know covid as he was walking through the halls before he left the state you know he, he always had this smile on his face And it was just a natural smile, not a forced smile just to say, see, Glenn, I'm smiling. It it became an an expression where it was just natural for him. He always went through the halls smiling with a a better attitude. See, I think you helped him out a little bit over there. Sometimes that's what it takes, someone just to say, hey, smile. Yeah, that could be a good thing, right? Like, if you see somebody, somebody have, uh, I don't know, what is it, RBF? (laughs) Testing bitch just, face. That's yeah, right. Just, if they're just having a bad day, say, like, "Hey, you all right?" Just smile. Rohit always suffers from resting yeah, bitch face. It's the worst. You just see his face. He never smiles. Such a dour little guy. Never, never, never smiles. Never gives hugs. I know. Oh, it's one of those things. Like, you know how somebody say, "Like dress for success," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. Just something like that. That works. So act as if way. what you want is going to be reality. So how do you want to act to make that reality? So just have like a projecting visual of what you want to be. And then maybe you get there. It's something that 
you can think about. Yeah, and it, it's kind of tied into the previous episode that we did because what we talked about the previous episode was you are what you repeatedly do. And so we said, at what point do you change the perception that other people have of you? I think this is so closely related because you're right. If you want to be a happy person, you have to do the things that a happy person would do. And if you don't know what that is, study happy people and just do what they do. For example, if I want to, uh, there's a huge difference between Glenn and I when it comes to other people's behaviors. If there's somebody who, I, I tend to be more passive, Glenn tends to be I'm, a bit more aggressive. I'm definitely more aggressive. So if I want to be more aggressive in my life, I would study Glenn and do the things that Glenn would do. You know, Think back to those, what would Jesus do bracelets? <laughs> it, <laughs> what would Glenn do? What would yeah. Glenn do? And, and it sounds silly, but it's kind of the same thing. You know, this podcast now, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm the last original member. It's been seven plus years. And through that process, we've we've grown and expanded and, and we've got new people here. But if you take a look at what you guys are doing, it's simply things that you have heard us talk about before, the way we act before. And you've never been podcasters before, but guess what? You are officially podcasters now that's how it is and i think back to so many people in my life who have always told me i wish i could do a podcast i just don't know how well i always say this i didn't come out of the womb with a microphone you have to learn by watching other people who do exactly what you want to do act as if you are them what are they doing really good example from you rohit would be how you react in theaters now when people are distracting. Oh. Before you knew me, would you have ever said anything to people that were distracting in theaters? I would have just thought to myself, oh, shucks, I wish they'd be, you know, a, a little bit quieter. <laughs> now, you, you know, the last few times that someone was distracting in the theater, I've actually heard him say, hey, come on. Shh. Yeah. He'll actually, he'll actually take that step and be a little bit more aggressive with it. Maybe some people don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're distracting some people, some people don't they but don't. there are people that do and you can always tell that they're they're, they're the ones that don't care right they just keep doing until it. you actually say something that's okay though i think saying something is not like you should be offending people it doesn't i mean it depends on the person how they take it but if somebody was like hey can you can you stop with that rapper i'm like oh i'm sorry i didn't know it was that distracting yeah patrick what about you buddy like what what is something that you've seen other people do that you wish you wished once upon a time that you had those traits and by watching them, you have now adopted them. Nothing really comes to mind. Uh, it's really, it's really a very hard topic to actually think about. Right. Cause I, I can sit here and try and think of examples myself. Right. I, I came up with an example for you. Yeah. But thinking of an example myself, about myself, I think I just start doing things if I want to do it, right? Um, I mean, I, I if you're looking at what other people do, it's usually the negative stuff. Like if they do something that I find as a negative, I would, I would learn from that and avoid it versus more of a positive thing. Oh, because I mean, w- would you be open to exploring that? Um, I'm trying to find good examples of that, but 
you know, going back into my youth and childhood, a lot of the life lessons I've learned were things that I would find repulsive or not right. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not a father, but <laughs> if I had a child, I would probably be very different from how I was raised just from the negative experiences. Um, even growing up now, certain things that I like and, and, and do came from negative experiences from growing up. See, I, I think that's important. Is it easier for us to distinguish negative behavior and avoidance or positive behavior and acceptance? I think oh, it's way easier to notice the negative. Yeah. Well, it's, that's, that's the way our, we're hardwired. I don't want to be like that person, especially in today's age when you're, you're, you're looking at reality TV, right? I, I try not to look at those. <laughs> you well, watch that and you go, I'm better than these people. Jerry Springer. The Jerry Springer episodes. Everyone loved watching it. Why? Because they get to go, man, these guys are really fucked up and it's not me. <laughs> well, a negative experience is last longer than a positive experience. It's the chemicals in your brain, you know, dissipate so much quicker than, say, a negative or experience that would be with you for the rest of life. The difference is how do you learn from that? You know, how do you, do you take that negative and turn it into a positive, recognize it as a negative, or do you embrace it and continue that behavior? I think I think that's true because how many times have you ever recall yourself driving and it's like oh crap another yellow light and then red but you always remember those like that happens all the time but you never remember the times where you just drive past when it's green like for some reason it's like huh that sucks and why does it happen to me all the time when it goes well you're just like oh yeah that's supposed to happen it's one of the things that we don't think about is like something that positive goes our way it's like yeah that's supposed to happen when it's something bad it's like ugh why is this me why, why is me? it why do I have bad luck so it's, I think it's kind of a mindset where you should maybe expect it to go bad most of the time, but when it, that's good, you're just like, oh, I appreciate that. Maybe it's a different way to look at things. Do you think also, that serves you? Oh, definitely. Because if you always like, expecting the worst and being surprised at the good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would be prepped for the worst thing, right? If I'm always prepared for the worst thing, if something goes well, I don't have to act on it. Whatever plan that I have, like, that's cool. I don't need to use it. But I mean, it's in my back pocket. If I need to, like, just hey, there it is. That's why I always like. What is it? What did they say? Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah, that kind of goes back to what we said earlier. Basically, by creating your own perception, if you're kind of planning for the worst and expecting the worst, wouldn't that then translate into that most likely happening? Yeah, this is another point that I have. It's like with the opposite effect. That's negatively. If you act as like everything is going to be crap every day, chances are stuff is going to be crap every day. You you have no. You have no like projection of your day being good. Everything you do is like, oh, this is going to happen next. You're not doing anything to change that course. You're just like driving towards it. You know, like steer away from it. Don't just, yeah, that's going to happen. I'll just deal with it when it comes. Try to get away from it instead of doing that. Hmm. You can almost say that that phrase, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, is actually a positive way of looking at life. You're, you're hoping for the best. That's your focus, is your hope. But being prepared and ready for the worst things to happen doesn't mean you're planning on those worst things to happen. Just being prepared for it and knowing it's a possibility. As long as you're not focusing on this negative thing is going to happen unless I prepare for it. No, yeah. just be prepared. The worst thing can happen in your life. Yeah. You really can. You, never, you, you can never expect every possible bad situation but it could happen 
Yeah, and realistically, we know that it won't, right? Realistically, it, I mean, if things are 50-50, let's say. It, hold on to the hope. Yeah. You, Always hold on to the hope. I want to be an expert, like going on our last episode, I want to be an expert in dealing with bad things happening. Then are they really bad or I'm just prepped for it? That's fine. You can't go any worse if I'm prepped for it, right? That's how I see it. So I think in an environment where, let's say work, going back on the topic where you notice bad things happening, I try to look for people that are good at their job or something. I pay attention to people that are efficient and see what kind of what kind of habit and what kind of tips I can pick up to them. Let's say I'm, I have a new task. I don't know what to do. I'll ask the person that's most efficient in the team, not the person that's most free. The person that's most free usually doesn't know what they're doing. The person that does the most, the busiest person, I would try to ask them, like, hey, do you have time to help me? Usually people that are busiest are the people that are doing the most and they're most efficient. That's how I see it. If you just sit around doing nothing, they probably don't have much responsibilities. See, I... I know this is going to be a fun topic with Rohit, (laughs) believe me. I have a different perspective. Yeah. And mine is actually based, uh, one of my mentors has a quote. uh, It's Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender, who says, if you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that's all you'll ever see. And what's... I think it all goes into perception of what you are looking for. If you're right, if, if I go in having, uh, let's just, let's not say a, a negative outlook, but let's just say uh, scaled down expectations, right? If, if I have scaled down expectations of everyone and they do something good, it's like, oh, that's a pleasant surprise. How about that? But you also are setting up the way you want to see the world. For me, it, it, it kind of goes back to this, right? The old school thought of, I'm not going to trust you until you give me enough reason to trust you. For me, from the moment I meet you, I trust you wholeheartedly. I have no reason not to at this point. It's up to you to show me that you don't deserve to be trusted. And and I think that's the the fundamental difference here is in one, you have to prove that someone deserves it and the other, the person already starts off with it. And so if that's the case, isn't that a more beautiful thing? Yes, but it takes more effort. (laughs) Does it? Mm. How? It kind of opens yourself up to be hurt more versus being defensive. Okay. So uh, going into your the trusting analogy, you know, if you kind of go in there with, with that vulnerable perspective, there's that potential of being hurt more but than it, going in with the walls up. But doesn't, and, and, and I recognize what I just said is not necessarily <laughs> the correct way. And it's something that I have suffered with for, oh, geez, uh, probably my entire life. But that would be my approach to, to counter what you just said. But wouldn't... Wouldn't it be like not trusting everyone, putting up walls, take more effort to do than just 
yeah, this person is trustworthy. Well, just like, uh, just like anything, if it just takes time and, and effort and eventually becomes as secondhand as breathing. I think the way you see it, it's that you focus on the light, but do you recognize light creates shadows? Dang, Jansen. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, if, for example, uh, I went to a personal development seminar, yep. right? And this one that I'm thinking about in particular, it was three grand for, for a weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pretty much a, a grand each, right? Yep. Each day. You could definitely tell the people who, ah, okay, erase all that. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a perfect example. When, when I'm doing one of my workshops, yeah. right, and I talk to people and I invite them, you can tell the people who are like, oh, $800, why should I go? And my answer to them is, you're right, I don't think it's for you. I don't want to have to prove to you that you improving your life is worth $800. I don't want to have to prove that, trust me, you'll get at least $800 worth of benefit in life. I don't want to have to do that. I want someone to be like, I realize I need to do something with my life. I feel stuck. I feel like I'm not growing. I've heard good things about this. I'm in. I am not used to investing in myself. Therefore, it, it might be a bit of a sticker shock, but I need to do something. I realize I need to do something. That's the kind of person I want because I can tell you that the $800 person who's like, you know, prove to me, they're the ones who are going to sit in the back because it's on me to prove to them that this is worth $800. So what are they doing? They're not listening for the gold. They're looking for everything that contradicts the way that they believe already. So then at the end, they can be like, eh, this wasn't worth it instead of walking in with a blank slate. And I can tell you, it makes a huge difference. I know from the moment people walk in who is going to have the breakthroughs and who isn't because I can pick up on the verbal things that they say, the way that they act, all that stuff plays into it. And is it difficult to always look for the light? Yes, absolutely. It's painful. I can tell you it's painful because if someone has lower expectations of someone versus me who has higher expectations of someone and that person does us dirty, the other person's going to be like, oh yeah, I, I, I figured. But I'm going to be devastated. But at the same time, my highs are so much higher. And for me, those highs are worth the occasional lows. That's a very interesting perspective. You play like that high risk and high reward kind of thing, though. I mean, I I will admit my perspective, and and I think Glenn would be able to add the most value here. My perspective has always been different. has has been unique. Think of how many people you know that think the way that I do, or act the way that I do, or you know whatever. Think of all the parties I've had with. Tons of alcohol, tons of food. I've never asked for a single dime. Think of, you know, the fact that I was like, okay, take a look at my circle of friends. I want to hang out with people who are into personal development. None of my current friends are. Let's do a personal development podcast. 
right now I'm sitting with at a table of, of four of my closest friends talk about personal development. Like, I, I think that's beautiful. Uh, at my current job, I've brought three people. At my former job, I've brought nine people. Why is it that I can do that? It's because people trust me. And I see the good in people, and I'm going to stand up for those people who, who want to change their lives. So I would say, absolutely, I, I've got a unique perspective. Definitely. One of, the, one of the most unique things you did, I think, was for your birthday one year that you did the charity dinner where, mm-hmm. where you, you, weirdly, usually people get food cooked for them as, as the, their, their birthday. You, you were the one that was cooking for us. And then in turn, you, you said, oh, feel free to donate to the, you were into the elephant, elephants. Uh, the elephants. Yeah. Uh, it was like, I think, Worldwide Foundation. WWF, oh, yeah. 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 No chairs, just animals. So, um, and you matched what we donated. I think that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard somebody do a birthday. Like forget all those boat parties or whatever. Like that's crazy for me. Somebody that's actually trying to give back on their birthday instead of taking. That's a new high for me. And if you remember, uh, all of you guys were here. I had gifts for you guys. Yeah. Who, who gives up gifts for on their birthday? That's Hobbits. Yeah. Hobbits. <laughs> Hobbits. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's it. That was a unique We're ringers. Yeah. It, it's Hobbits. Yep. So I think another thing is that I think your personality honestly attracts more people that wants to be positive to you. And you know who they are. Even at work or just friends. But see, if... So if you go about wanting to do the same, attract positive people in your life, right? Would you, what would be the correct strategy to have lower expectations of people or higher expectations of people? If you're wanting to surround yourself with positive people. Oh, higher, of course, because you want them to be better. You're not going to expect them to not do well and hang around with them. But you know, it's like you tell these people that you want to hang out with, I believe in you. Let's grow up together. Let's grow together, right? Yeah. So like acting as, that's another point that I have. It's, can this mentality be contagious? Ooh. Can your act, acting as if in a positive way, move on to another person? Like you're a positive zombie. You bite somebody else and everybody becomes positive and they bite other people and they become positive. It's like a positive army right there. The walking positive. The walking positive. There that's we go. right. Posdemic. Well, so <laughs> world war positive. <laughs> so I've I've got a question for you specifically, Patrick. Oh boy! Um, it in in light of what Jansen just said about about attracting people, and you know, you have been on your own journey for for your body. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed people treating you differently? People wanting to know what you're doing, your secret, all that kind of stuff. And how does that feel for you? to touch your body it feels good no it it's it's kind of it feels weird to be honest because uh, everyone does ask that like hey what are you doing you look great giving me give me compliments and for the first bits it was like oh yeah let's get this good i'm not i don't usually get positive uh but now it's and now it's kind of strange um but in a good way have you noticed anyone, have you inspired anyone? To, like, That's the strange part. Out? Like, th- yes, somebody did say that, like, I'm now an inspiration. And, and that came as a kind of a shock and a weird new feeling for me. There you go. You just became a positive zombie. Yeah, I bit them. To have them bite Pos- somebody else. Postemic. 
Carl. Trademark pending. Yeah, it's 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 kind of bizarre. It's new new territory for me. It feels good. I like the I like the feeling and and definitely would like more of it. So, so do you have a goal that you're just going to keep going until you like? Not look like not really. Stuff? I I have I have the I have a number that I'd like to hit, and then, but I, I don't look at it as like a temporary thing. That's that's kind of my biggest secret is. Or, or you always what I'm trying to do is like this is this is now this is my daily routine. This is just what I do. This isn't a temporary. I'm not going to hit a certain number. This is just now what I do. Okay, it's like a daily habit. Yeah, that you're trying to create. Yeah, you know, another try and true create a habit and stick to. You. I don't really have the secret how that habit formed or or what was the trigger that caused the the overnight change. But when I find it, I'm going to bottle it and I'm going to sell it. <laughs> What's, what's interesting is if you take a look at people and what they appreciate, it can be contagious. If you go to Glenn Rux's house and you take a look at just the decor of it, he's got stuff like the Stooges. Um, and you, you take a look at his uh, CD or a DVD collection, and these are like old-timey things black and white type stuff and stuff that annoys the hell out of him. He can't watch the black and white stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was something that I'm am not accustomed to, to me, like, why would like black and white? It did not even make sense. Why would you do that to yourself? But then I, I asked him, why do you like this? And he told me, and for me, that changed my perspective. I think we we can be positive influences on people just by being us. And so many times we try to, you know, I know this episode is is about act as if and it's about chasing successful people and and mimicking their habits. But in talking with with Patrick and getting his viewpoints on it and then Glenn and what I've learned from him, I think the opposite can be true as well. If the more you try not to blend in and just be true to yourself, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. I'm just trying to be me. You never know who's listening. I bet you when I went over to Glenn's house and, and he did not think, oh, wow, I'm going to really turn him on to the Stooges here. This is my evil plan. <laughs> but, but he did. It, it just happened to be on when I was over there and I was like, oh, what is this? And, he would laugh hysterically. And I was like, oh man, I'm not laughing. I want to laugh hysterically like Glenn. And so I would study him. Okay, why is he laughing here? Oh yeah, that is funny. I get this humor now. I, I understand. And I think that's how we all become role models without intending to be. Stay true to who you are. and You might influence the positive zombie biting other people. Who knows? You're already contagious. Yeah, I would say make sure you've uh, you've you've got the positive traits that you want people to imbibe, right? You want them to take on. Make sure that's forefront in your life. Yeah. Focus on the positive. And appreciate them. Yeah. And when people show you their positivity, make sure you appreciate it. Like, you know, sure. like, you know, don't take advantage of someone like Rohit and say, nah, man, uh, you're not very positive. No, he's probably one of the most positive guys I've ever dealt with. Almost sickeningly at times. 
it's it's actually kind of refreshing because there are not many positive people out there. I I'd rather you be overly positive than because I can always look to you like hey, I don't know, man. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, man, that, that's fine. Fifteen years ago, someone that positive walks up to me. I'm I'm walking the opposite direction. No, this guy's crazy. I'm like, no, this this guy's sick, or he's trying to sell me something. <laughs> well, he sold us in this podcast, so thank you for that. <laughs> I think he sold me a soda stream. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, this, uh, bubble oh like no, but that, that you know, also something you might want to think about is you know, even though you're you're you want to focus on the positive, don't ignore that there are going to be negative times in your life. Just don't focus on the negativity. Don't focus. Don't make that the focus of what you're doing in your life. Know that it could happen. Be prepared for it, but also make sure you're prepared for the positive. I think that's like driving. You focus on the road, but your peripherals are paying attention to the other car that might hit you. Right. But are they going to hit you? Probably you're, not. You're not planning on them hitting you. Yeah, but you, you know that they You there. know it's possible. You know how to deal with it if it does happen. Right. Just get prepared for what's going to happen. Like a good soldier is going to have three different plans. Right. They're going to plan on their plan working, their first plan, right? The, the best possible outcome. None of my soldiers are going to die today. But they're also going to have a backup plan. I'm not going to leave anyone behind. So if someone does fall, this is what I'm going to do. That's positive thinking. I'm ready if this happens. I'm not planning on anyone dying, but if it does happen, I'm ready to stand up. I have my my life planned out here. Yeah, I think that's a the habit of doing that and just like Jason Bourne losing his memory he still knows what's going on and knows where the exits are at all times why does he know that he doesn't know he just has instinct <laughs> all right well shall we uh shall we wrap this up fellas let's wrap wrap, wrap it up all right well uh today's episode was brought to you by our very own Jansen Hi. who wanted to bring up act as if you need to visualize what you want in life and make it positive when you visualize positive things in your life, that's what you attract. And think to yourself, what would other successful people do? And then act as if they, if, as if you are them. And also remember the famous quote by Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. If you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that's all you'll ever see. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.